All right. So good morning, everybody. Uh, hope you guys can hear me. Somebody give me a text right quick and see if you can hear me. <clears throat> I'm in this corner room in the hotel, and I don't know if it's picking up clearly, but uh, we're going to give it a shot this morning. Let's see here. Um, yes, you can hear me. Okay. Very clear, very clear. All right, so let me go back to uh, – all right, got you, got you. So uh, uh, so welcome, everybody. This is our uh, – 7 a.m. Mindset Mental Toughness Call. We do this uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And today is Friday. Um, actually in Houston, Texas this morning. And, you know, we're going to make this happen from this corner room because you can't stop. We can't be stopped. We won't stop. Uh, this is uh, something that I feel uh, that we all need to constantly do is work on our mental toughness, is work on our mindset because, you know, our thoughts are so important. You know, they say your thoughts uh, change your actions and your actions change your life. And and what do we think? You know, most of us are working on uh, automatic. We're working on stuff that we were programmed with at an early age, and uh, and we – listen to that programming for so long and, you know, still listening to it. And so it becomes a habit, an automatic habit, like you just, like a robot. You just wake up and start marching to that habit and marching to that beat and doing the things that you see your neighbors doing, doing the things you see your coworkers doing, doing the things you see your church members doing. Literally, it might not be the same job, but it's still the same thought process. Um, because we grew up in a system that that taught us that that's uh that came out of uh the school system uh and we had years and years of programming and then we also had an environment where uh, everybody surrounded themselves who got the same teachings and so not only were you repeating those things they were repeating them and so it became a part of our life and we just um, operate that way. And the reason why experts say that, you know, at an early age, when we got it, we had a clean slate. And so that conditioning is, you know, stayed programmed in us because, you know, it was fresh. It was new. And we had nothing else, you know, in our minds that that we were taught. So the first thing that we heard is what we grabbed onto, didn't question it, and so here we are. And the thoughts that we heard, most of them came from a middle class or a poor neighborhood. That's what most of us grew up there. Maybe somebody on this call grew up in a super wealthy neighborhood. Now, uh, and I think a lot of us get that definition of wealthy and super, you know, mixed up with somebody who has a good job and, you know, two cars in the driveway and vacation days and name of their company has a big brand name. And, you know, that's what we consider wealthy because most of us never grew up around that, never read any books on wealth. So it can be confusing. And you say, well, I know some wealthy people. No, <laughs> most of the time we don't. And not to say you don't, you know, somebody in here don't know somebody, but I'm just saying our lifestyle and the things that we were taught 
didn't come from there. All right, so now, okay, Tony, you say all that to say what? Well, I say all that to say that we are working on changing our thoughts. We're working on uh, learning new habits that the wealthy operate in. You say, well, why you do that? Well, our goal is to change our finances. And in order to change our finances, we've got to change our thoughts. We've got to change the stuff that has been instilled in us by middle class and poor. You know, and a lot of times that offends people. They get get really upset by that. And I'm saying it's the truth. I'm not saying anything wrong with that. But most of the time, if we knew different processes, different ways and different laws, you know, we, when it comes to finances and money, we would have used them and implemented them. Because since we didn't, that put us in the poor, in the middle class, you know, in the humble category. Um, because they say if you knew better, you should do better, right? So if you, if the laws and everything and the the process had been taught and we knew, then so they can, people can only give you what they know. And a lot of your, you think about it now, a lot of your coworkers and friends and church members still don't know a lot of things. They don't know, they don't know half of the things you know that's been on this call. They don't have a clue about certain books. They don't have a clue about certain thought processes. They don't have a clue about all they have is what has been taught to them. Now, I know that sounds so crazy and it sounds so, but if you really think about it, you know what I'm saying is true. So that's why we do this. Now, we have a replay number, 712-432-1085, that you can listen to. Matter of fact, the call ends today, uh, and when it ends the day, you can pick up the replay. The only challenge with that is that tomorrow we have our book club, and uh, do we have our book club in the morning? Do we have anything that early to do? No. So we have our book club, and that recording stops and goes uh, until that Saturday morning recording. But we put these on, uh, you know, a number of different podcast platforms from Apple to iTunes to Break to Spotify, and you can go listen to them. Just put Tony Fleming in, put Mindset Calls, and you can Google that, and they will come up, and you can listen to them. I've actually been listening to a few since I've been here in the hotel, and, uh <laughs> You know, just trying to make sure we're doing it right, trying to make sure the thoughts that I'm putting out is coming out right, in my opinion, so that people can hear it. Um, and we know that repetition is key, going back, listening to those things over and over. And I can see uh, the number of people that actually go and listen. I don't see your name, so don't worry about it. Don't think, <laughs> God, he going to know. <laughs> He's going to know I'm not listening to any of that. <laughs> He's gonna know I'm too busy doing busy stuff. He's gonna know that I don't have time to go back and listen for another thirty, forty minutes in my busy schedule because I got I'm so busy all day. I don't have a break whatsoever. And even when I get home I'm so busy. I don't I go from busy to busier to busiest all day. I'm wondering, I'm like, wow, how does a person be that busy? person that busy has to be super wealthy. Well, no, 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 you don't. You can just be, you know, saying, so 
Yeah, I don't. I'm working on that too. I, where I can see the list of names, that I can say, "Oh, okay, this person's honestly doing this." I think they're coming out with that. <laughs> yeah, I think they are. But so that's how we learn repetition here and over and over and over. All right. So now today, I say all that to get to this. <laughs> like, man, you 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 just you just said this thing like, what time is it? about the last. Nine minutes you've been talking about the why. You've been talking about why we should do these things and why we should do that. But now I'm going to talk about the how, because this is what you really want to hear is the how. You know, that the other stuff I just said is like, you know, just get to it. Give me the how. Tell me why. Tell me why. I mean, uh, tell me how. Tell me how. Tell me how. You know, because it seems like everybody says they know the why. Okay. All right, let's talk about one of the laws of uh, that we've talked about the law of compensation last week. A few times I talked about it. Now I want to talk about the law of attraction. The law of attraction. And, um, you know, if you think about it, the law of attraction is a, is like a philosophy um, that, that suggests that, you know, um, your thoughts bring positive results in your life or it brings negative results. You've heard that from these calls for so many years. Your thoughts are so important. What you take in and what you take in on a regular basis, whether it's negative or positive, it gives you that result. It's based on that. The beliefs and the thoughts form that energy, whether that energy is positive or that energy is negative. And it gives you either success or negativity in your life. Now, you got to believe that first. See, once you believe that, then we can move on from there. Now, I'm going to talk about the law of attraction, but you have to believe these things. That means that, you know, even if you don't have it now, you got to come back to it because belief is so important when it comes to the law of attraction. Belief is so important when it comes to anything. But you have to believe that positive thoughts bring about positive results and negative thoughts bring about negative results. Now, I know if you would look at your life right now, and most people do, they'll say, well, Tony, I don't know if that's true or not because I've been thinking positive for a whole year. And I don't have any positive results. Well, you've been thinking negative for 30 years, 40 years. And a lot of those results you do have. <laughs> so you so you say, well, how do I get the positive results? You keep thinking positive for more years than one, for more years than two. Oh, I have to wait that long? No, you don't. You can stay in the building process and of you know developing yourself, and things could speed up to where you know it might not be that long. But then again, it might be. It might be longer than what I said about you know maybe a year or two. It might be longer than that. Doesn't mean that you can't have success on the way to understanding the laws of attraction, on the way to perfecting the law of attraction. It doesn't mean that you can't have success, you know, 
But the thing is, we have to understand these certain laws. And laws pretty much mean of the universe means that they're going to happen regardless. You can't stop the law. You can break the law, like, like you know, just like breaking laws, the written laws of the world. You know, if you, you can break the law by, you know, running a traffic light. I do it a few times. I mean, I do it. You know, you'd be right up on the traffic light. You got to look both sides right quick, make sure ain't no food coming through. Now, and I hope the other two people look at both sides because you're going to be the food that's coming through. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm looking both ways before I come through that light, and it's almost red. You know, so that yellow, you right there getting to it. You're like, I hope no food comes through on one side. And other people looking like, I hope no food comes through, and here, come, here you come. <laughs> Like, I'm like, I hope most people are defensive drivers to where you look. See, I'm always doing that because I know my actions. So I'm always looking both ways before I move. I'm always doing that even though, you know, some people just think that everybody just going to follow the law. Nope. Same thing with this. You know, once we talk about the law of attraction, like we talked about the law of compensation, it doesn't mean that we all going to follow this law. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you know, it doesn't mean it just because you know it. See, that's the how-to, just because we know how to do it. That's what we love to know. All other stuff we don't want to hear about too much. We don't want to hear about the, you know, the thought process of what it takes. To, we don't really want to hear about that too much because we think we can just do it. Just tell me what I should do, and I'm going to do it. No, you're not going to do it. <laughs> Because the way you do it is you have to be conditioned to do it. You don't just go do it. You might just go do it, but in order for you to keep doing it, you have to be conditioned to keep doing it. So let's get to it, all right? Now, it's three three bullet points that um, makes up that law of attraction. It's three bullet points that make up the law of attraction. Number one is you got to understand that like attracts like. Like attracts like. Now, this law um, it says pretty much that like similar things are attracted to similar similar people that you know like you know you are attracted to. The things that you like. And most people are attracted to that. So if you if you're a person like for example, if I'm out and about and maybe I'm standing in line at a restaurant or maybe I'm sitting down and somebody sits next to me and I look down and, you know, the brothers or whoever he is, you know, he's uh he's wearing some Faragamo shoes. Salvador Faragamo. Now, people who know me know that I'm attracted to the Faragamo shoes. <laughs> I like Faragamo shoes. Now, you know, I like a lot of other shoes too, but I think the ones I, that this brand name is more people know about this brand name than the other brand name shoes I like to wear, which are, you know, they're like, you know, more like a European shoe that a lot of people don't know about because I have to search to find it. 
but people do know about Ferragamo, which was one of my favorite. They now is almost priced me out the market, though. I mean, I'm telling you, <laughs> they have gotten ridiculous with those shoes. But some about it, if I get around it and I want it, I gotta have it. So now, I, you know, like attracts like. So I see, I see somebody with Ferragamo's on. I'm like, okay. He kind of like in the same vein of my my, my thought process. He kind of likes, you know, the things I like. It also means that people tend to attract people who are similar to, um, you know, like your thoughts also. And those thoughts attract similar thoughts. And that goes along with, how a person looks, how a person dresses, how a person thinks. You know how it is. Negative thinking is believed to attract negative experiences, while positive thinking is believed to produce desirable experiences. So, you know, like attracts like. That's the first bullet point that's under the law of attraction. So you're going to attract things that you like. You're going to attract things that you are. So if you are negative and you wear Buster Browns, you'll probably start attracting people who do that same thing. You know, that's just, that's, that's, a, that's a vibration that reaches out to people. It's a spirit. You know, you you can be around people and you can tell that that they are the same spirit. They have the same thought process. They are the same, you know, because guess what? You can't be around people for a long period of time and not become who they are or not our, not want, not like, for example, if I'm around somebody that doesn't think the way I think, doesn't see the things I see, doesn't, I'm not going to be around them long. So it's hard for somebody to say, well, you're around five people. Let's say you're around four people, and those four people, you know, rob bank, shoot people. Um, Let's just go with those two. (laughs) They rob banks and they shoot people. And you are one of those five, and you tell me after a while that you've been with them that you don't rob banks and shoot people. That's going to be hard to believe because if you did, if you didn't, you wouldn't be around them. And I know people say, well, Tony, I'm around some people. I don't do that. Stay around them longer. Stay around them. It's like a person who goes in the barbershop just to talk-ish to people, just to talk crap. You know, I'm going to sit here and talk with these jokes. You are in a barbershop. Guess what happens? If there is hair on your head, <laughs> you're going to wind up getting a cut somehow because you are in that environment. You're going to say, trim me up, man. Let me go and get in the chair. Let me go. You cannot just sit there and, 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 and talk ish and then leave because eventually you're going to get, you have to get a cut, a lineup or something, you know, unless you are uh, disciplined and not a uh, drinker at all. If you sit at a bar and you drink, 
You might not drink a lot. You might not be a, a, a drinker. You know, I say, well, I don't hardly ever drink. If you sit at a bar with four of your friends, <laughs> you taking a shot. I can tell you that right now. If you drink, now if you act like for me, I don't. So I'll sit there maybe have a coke or something. But but if you drink, you gonna drink. You know, you say, well, I, I you know, every now and then I'll get me a glass of wine or something. Well, that's going to be that then, you know, that's going to be that every now and then because <laughs> you're in that environment. So you're around a bunch of negative people, always whining, always complaining, always. You're going to be always whining and complaining. You know? If you always like that, remember I talk about all the time that you can move a person from the ghetto, or it doesn't have to be the ghetto. It can that's the ghetto, ghetto, instead of ghetto, the ghetto, um, or the hood, or the neighborhood. You know the ones who are, you know, ones who maybe. Drop your, drop your dreams down real low. Show your, your draws. <laughs> Might have on a custom designer shirt that costs more than the rent of the house you're living in. Um, have a fitted hat on and some, and some um, Jordans or some Yeezys now. I see a lot of people wearing those Yeezys. I'm like, this ain't pretty ugly to me, but they don't think so. Put that person in the house of a wealthy individual. <clears throat> well, yeah, of a wealthy individual. Somebody super wealthy. Not not somebody who, you know, makes some big checks and um you know, that want to be wealthy because they're going to be trying to look like that. I'm talking about the ones super wealthy. They're going to have on some old jeans, <clears throat> probably some dirty sneakers, probably, an old, you know, Azad or polo shirt on or something. Now, if you move that guy from in the hood in that in that house, eventually that guy is going to change to the, old jeans and the, and the old polo and the old dirty sneakers. Now, I don't know when, but eventually that's going to happen because you're going to do what's in your environment. Also, you're going to eventually start reading books because wealthy do that, probably learning the stock market, because they do that too. Like, I'm going to be learning the stock market. Yeah, you are. If you're sitting around that every day and you're watching that, and that's the conversation they're having. So do you understand that that's why you have to get out of that environment you're in? That's why you have to get out of If you're in a negative environment because you're going to be negative, you're going to be drawn to it. That's why I always say that. If you're still hanging around some negative people and that's a part of you, then that's that's who you are. 
you still hadn't grown out of it yet. Still hadn't. So like attracts like is a part of the law of attraction. So you got to understand that. Now, also a bullet point under the law of attraction is nature abhors a vacuum. You say, what do you mean, nature? You mean like a vacuum cleaner? <laughs> All right, so now this law is um, it's, it's kind of like attraction suggests that if you remove negative things from your life, now you can open space for more positive things. To, you know, it's like it's like you know a person who gets clean uh, from drinking and drugging in the twelve-step program. And in the twelve-step program, it talks about you have to replace those things that you do with something else. Now you move something negative away from you, the drinking and the partying and all other stuff that come along with it. Now you got to fill that with something else. You just can't leave it in a hole because you just can't. Now you have some people who who will do that and they just tough it out. I mean, they just hardcore and tough it out. That's a small percentage. When you remove something, you got to replace it with something. Like if you remove the drinking and partying you're doing, you got to replace it with something like maybe attending church more or maybe getting into your business more and getting into something, I mean, some some kind of uh, group that's going to, uh, accountability group. <clears throat> because now you've moved something negative out, you got to add something positive in. It's, you know, it's based, now, you can't, it's not, it's a difference in, you know how we say, you want a, a new car, get rid of or keep the car you have clean. And if you want one, then, you know, treat your car like you respect it. Or, you know, if you got old cars sitting around the house, get rid of them because it's taking up space. Right. There you go. Billy said he went to law school to get away from the street. If you're getting away from the street and not filling that with something else, you know, that's why they do, you know, 24-hour basketball gyms in the neighborhoods, some of them. So get off the streets in the corner, you go in there and play ball. You know, you know I remember growing up, there's some kids in my neighborhood, their family kept them in sports all year long. They were playing baseball, playing football, playing basketball because they felt like, you know, we're going to take them away from hanging out in the street and give them something to do that way. That's just almost common sense, but we know that ain't common. Because what what that law is of the vacuum, the, I mean, not the bullet point, the nature of abhors a vacuum, it's really saying that you cannot have a completely empty space in your mind and in your life. You have to fill those spaces. And most of your life, if you've been drinking and partying, hanging out, now you got to fill the space. When I stopped, you know, partying and BS, as uh, Biggie said, I filled it with business. So I took that same intensity that I did with trying to find a, a late-night club, the 4 in the morning, the 5 in the morning, to me doing my business and reading books and listening to audios and talking to people all the time. I, took, I rolled that same intensity into that because 
I couldn't, now I didn't know this, but I, I know it now. I couldn't have had an open space. I couldn't have just said, I'm not doing that anymore, but I ain't going to do nothing. You can't because it'll take you right back. We have to fill that empty space. And, it, and, and it's important to fill that empty space with positivity. So first bullet point under the law of, uh, the law of attraction is like attracts like. The second one is nature abhors a vacuum. Now here's the third one. The present is always perfect. Y'all like, Mm-mm. I don't know what I don't know what they talking about. My present is not perfect. Well, this focuses on the idea that there are always things you can do to improve the present moment instead of just dwelling in the negative. Like for example, if you're at the present moment, you so worried about your bills, the things you can do is start reversing that process and start talking and seeing yourself with success. See, when he says always something good, then um, it's always something good because you can always do something good. When he says always perfect, you can do things. So you can start replacing those thoughts while you having those thoughts. Because it always seems like the present is somehow flawed. You know how <clears throat> right now we look at the present and we think of all the things that are so, so-called flawed. But watch this. Ten years from now, this is going to be the good old days. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> ten, years, ten years ago, you think about that, be like, man, yeah, that was a good time. You forget about the flawed things in your mind. You forget about everything you was going through at that time. You just start thinking about all the good things that happened. That's the same thing you're going to do 10 years from now from this time. Man, you remember when we were, you know, doing this and doing that, and, man, that was the time. Well, that time is that time now. Because if it seems like this time is always negative, then rather than feeling, you know, dreadful or feeling unhappy, you should focus your energy on finding ways to make this present moment better. Now, is that easy? No. But can it be done? Yes. Is it being done? Yes. Do you want it to be done? You can say yes. Now, are you going to attempt or not attempt? Are you going to do it? Um, that's the question that we got. That's the question that hasn't been answered. Because people who implement the law of attraction, you kind of doing this without even know you're doing it. You just you just doing it. You just a, it's a habit for you now, and you probably can even you probably can even present this the way I just did, but you live in it. It's like like um, the book, uh, The 50 of Laws, and in that Robert Greene talked about 50 Cent. If you talk to him, he was living the principles of Think and Grow Rich. He was living the principles of, you know, thought-provoking books. 
but he wasn't calling it that. He was calling it something else, and he was operating under those principles. And so he had the success, but he didn't, you know, he didn't know he was actually doing, he just knew what he needed to do, and he didn't know he was doing that. You know, making his present situation as most, you know, the best way he could, like, you know, being shot all the time and then changing his thoughts about that and, and making himself, you know, being broke, being, you know, just that whole thought process of, uh, Looking at it in a different way. Looking at it in a different way. So now, according to the law of attraction, in, in you know, you create your own reality. Um, because we talked about earlier what you focus on, that's what you draw into your life, right? So there's some things that you can do to incorporate that more in your own life. Now, these are a few more things that you can do to incorporate that. Number one, be grateful for what you have now. Be grateful that you're living, that you're breathing, that you can, you know, get up and move around. It's a number of things we can be grateful for. Another thing to bring about this law of attraction is visualization. You got to you got to visualize your goals. You got to see it all the time. Be thinking about it. Feeling that way about it. Feeling and thinking about it. And also one of the, one of the things you got to do is look how to identify that negative thinking because a lot of times we our negative thinking almost seems positive because we've been doing it for so long and people we know around us do it so, for so long that we're doing stuff that's negative and don't even realize it. So in order to do that, you got to change. It's like, it's like going away for a while and, you know, growing and, you know, doing things and reading things and, and that's why I say if you go away for a while, not go away, just stay away for a while and improve yourself. When you come back and you get around people, you know who has negative thoughts. You know who has that, that thought process. It's, it's easy to to hear it because now you re, you've changed your thought process. That's why I say if some of y'all still hanging around these people, you hadn't changed because you just as comfortable with that thought process. If not, if you're around them, like if I get around, I'll be like, man, boy, I got to hurry away, get away from this. Man, I got to, and I got to remember not to set myself up again with that because that's who those people are, and you got to monitor that. You'd be like, man, I don't want to do that. So I know when I see that number, uh So we got to get better at identifying what we really think is negative because we sometimes we don't know because we, you know, you've heard it for so long. Like, like when you hear people say, you know, rich people are evil. You hear people say, you know, money ain't everything. We might think that's not negative. We might think that's not negative because Everybody says it, that in the community that we grew up in, that our job, their money ain't everything. 
but expect money to come. What if you told your girlfriend that every day, your wife? You ain't everything. <laughs> Look here, wifey. Look here, husband. You ain't everything. Every day. You ain't everything. All the time. You ain't everything. Every time you see him, you ain't everything. Then one day you're going to come home and it's going to be a little note saying, <laughs> I might not be everything, but I'm out of here. <laughs> That's what happened to the money. <laughs> money ain't everything. I'm chasing money. Money ain't everything. Money ain't everything. Money say, okay. I might not be everything, but I'm so out of here. <laughs> Why do I have no money? Because it ain't everything. And it might not be everything, but you ain't got to be running around saying it. Your wife might not be everything. Your girlfriend might not be everything. But you ain't got to be running around there saying it all the time. You know, money ain't everything. That's all y'all worry about. Money, 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 money. I don't care about that money. Money gonna be like, okay. Oh, that's how you feel. I don't care about you either. Then holler. You like? <laughs> What's going on? Well, you already said it. That's why we have to use positive affirmations. What you know, people say, "Well, I don't do affirmations." Yeah, you do. You've been doing it. We we've been doing it all our life. Every word we say is an affirmation. Every word comes out of our mouth is affirmation. And think about how many affirmations we said about man got his foot on my neck. The man ain't gonna do right. The man ain't gonna do this, and the man ain't gonna do that. And I need money, and I got to have all those are affirmations. Just because you don't have a sheet of paper reading from it, you think that's not affirmation. So I don't do affirmation. If you open your mouth, you're doing affirmation. It's like you should say, I don't do positive affirmation. That's why we got to have a sheet to read from because we need to have the positive affirmations in front of us so that we can read them. You know, over and over and over, over and over and over, in changing in the process of changing the thought process of the negative ones we have. And and the last thing I'll talk about, if we happen to be in negative situations, if we find ourselves in those situations, not planned, but we find ourselves there, we got to reframe the way we look at it. We got to reframe the picture and change the way we look at it instead of looking at it as being real negative. We got to figure out. Now, I know that's what some people said. I can, well, I can be around my people because I don't look at it. You cannot continue to do that. But by chance, you get in those situations, now you got to reframe the thought process of the things that you heard, the things that were said, and you got you to reframe it and say, well, that person really meant this. Or that person really meant that. You know, Les Bryant's always say when he got around a lot of people, and we need to practice that. 
Y'all practice it with me. I practice it with you because we all get off track. And when we're around people that you see them going negative, you just got to do like Les Brown. Say, higher, 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 higher. <laughs> Take it higher. Take it higher. <laughs> you around you around the body. Man, that, that mofo, higher, higher, higher. You know, <laughs> you know, you might be around your number one hater, and you start saying stuff. You're like, oh, higher, 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 higher. Take it on up. Take it on up. Don't leave it where it is. So we got to practice that being around each other. So when you see that and hear it, higher, 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 higher. <laughs> Let's not go down like that. Yeah, we need to practice that one. So law of attraction. Like attracts like. Nature holds a vacuum, a vacuum, and the present is always perfect. You got to just look at it that way. And things that you need to, to do to, to attract that is be grateful. Visualize your goals. Look for the positive situations and everything. You know, um, check out how you identify negative thinking and what you really think is negative and what's not. And if you happen to be in a negative situation, reframe what you hear. This is what they mean right here. This is what they're saying right here. I got you. And you like your mind saying, no, nah, he said mofo. He don't like him. No, nah, he ain't mean mofo like that. He meant mofo. Not the mother that most people think about. <clears throat> All right, so I'm losing my voice here. So I got to end the call. And uh appreciate you guys. Hope you go back and listen to this replay and, you know, think about what you're listening to. Take notes and say to yourself that, you know, I'm like this kind of, and most people are. I got to work on myself to get around the right ones and to think the right ways. And then, when I am around ones that kind of go off track, I've got to say, higher, higher, higher. Say it to yourself. <laughs> we all say, well, I'm so sick of that Tony Slim. Higher, higher, higher. <laughs> higher, 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 higher. You got to say that. All right. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Y'all have a great day. <laughs>